Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Housing here. Dan Housing has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Today we're talking about NXT UK. We've got the the trilogy, if you will, the trinity. Um, <laughs> myself, Big Tasty and Troy. Uh, Big Tasty enjoyed NXT UK so much earlier this week that he's stayed along for the ride. We've converted them to be a fan of our favourite brand of wrestling. Um, how are we, chaps? Good. Yeah, I'm not going to jinx it, but... <laughs> Everything seems all right for now. Well, I can see and hear you, so we're doing better than like a lot of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of recording attempts to speak. You've not been outside my house again digging up copper? No, no, I've finished. Uh, my, my, my excursion, I, I'm already on all the podcasts now, so my excursion to the Midlands to rip out of the cable as a bore fruit, so it was great. You haven't, you haven't done a Smackdown one yet? Oh, no, you have. That was the first one you did. Yeah, so yeah, I've, you, I've, I've, I'm, a grand, I'm a grand slam. Podcast recorder, yeah. brand slap, <laughs> hit them all. Um, <laughs> very good episode this week, though, wasn't it, guys? Oh, always. I mean, always. It is just like the definition of of no fat, no frills, no filler. Yeah, it's mm. just we've got an. They put five matches on a one-hour show this Nuts, week, yeah. And even the fact that and had promos were... and nothing yeah. was stupidly short. Mm-hmm. And even I was going to say, even the fact that two of those matches were essentially squash matches. Yeah, they were still like given enough time to like make ev- like both the guys look like decent. Yeah, work. like everything told um, the story and everything everything fitted its bit and, and worked. And it was yeah, you know, yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a, bit, a lot of companies do a lot less with a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was a bit more kind of um, of like a world building episode. Like it, it went into a bit more with the the Joseph Connors Ginny stuff, and mm-hmm. obviously the did the Joe Coffee squash match to build up to something much bigger. Yeah. Um, much bigger, much much bigger. He's gonna get fucking murdered, that poor lad. <laughs> um, it didn't. It didn't seem to. I mean, I know, like I said, I had five matches in a one-hour show, but it didn't seem like I had like the relentless pacing of, of last week's episode. So much, it felt a bit more. Yeah, like you said, like everything was. They were letting it breathe a bit. You know, they were letting it just like, mm. which I think mm. that's, that's that's what they tend to do. They'll have like a takeover level match on like a show, and then the week after they'll kind of let you catch down, your breath, build it but, back up again, but still. It. Yeah, still kind of progress everything. They I mean, haven't said that. The, the main event's absolutely banged. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. main event next week's going to be just as fucking good. Oh, next geez. week's looks incredible show already. And yeah, well, next, next, week, next week's but... already stacked. So if you got, um, what, what, what can we get into next week? Later yeah, on, can't we? we can. We can. Um, <laughs> let's look at let's before... let's look at the horse before the cart. Let's. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, before we do go into it, where can people find us on social media to tell us what they thought of the show, uh, Troy? Uh, you can get us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast or on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. You can go onto there and you can tell us all about how you love our big thick boy, Dave Mastiff. <laughs> yeah. The Midlands thickest. I, I, made, I made up the big tasty came came in just in time for a full on Dave Mastiff match, knowing how much he loves him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is, he is my favourite <laughs> He is, I know he's legit one of your favourites um, Before we get into that We'll get into the first match of the night Which was Zaya Brookside versus Nina Samuels um, 
Oh, Nina Scar- Samuels top, is in. Top scouser that in Zion Brookside. Please, get it right. <laughs> she's from Leicester, isn't she? From Leicester. She's built from Liverpool and her dad's from Liverpool. So. Yeah, it's because dad, her dad's dad, dad, dad scouser anything, but she's yeah. not. That being said, she's got a bit of a twang to her accent, but she's definitely got more of a Leicester accent than that. <laughs> um, yeah, Nina Nina Samuels comes out with like so, sort of a new entrance. Um, same music, the same general presentation. She now has a guy, which I believe she's Nigel got- called Henry. Yeah, carry a, a, a young lion who carries a luggage. <laughs> young boy carrying a bag. Um, and obviously they've the production value, they've upped it again where they've got like the spotlight just on her as she's on the top rope, which kind of added to making it feel like a bit more of a bigger deal. Um sort of the, like sort of Lacey Evans vibes in the entrance. Like Yeah, I guess she's, right. she's a proper classy lady, you know, that's the sort of vibe she's given yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. A gimmick is that she's meant to be like a West End actress. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Like which is West why she's got all the bags for all her different costumes, etc. Um, and they, they started it off where she when, she when she first debuted, it was just like, oh yeah, she's also an actress. It's like, oh, okay. And now they're, now they're proper like putting a bit of meat oh, on the bone for that. It. Like yeah, yeah. giving her a bit more to work with with that. Um, but her, her character works fantastic. I really, really enjoy both of these. Um, Match itself. Uh, oh, also, um, just to, for anyone who hasn't seen a couple of weeks prior, uh, Nina faked the knee injury in a match with Zaya. Zaya won, and then Nina beat the living shit out of Zaya after the match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was quite heel, quite a well. Obviously, it was heel because she's a heel, but it was quite a like quite a vicious attack. Um, yeah, I mean, they did. did they did mention at the start of this match that they had like this this sort of history going on, and they'd had like. Um, and they did a bit of back and forth, and you know this was sort of like a, 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 another butting of heads, so to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they've been feuding for about a month now, um, and they, they seem to have really good chemistry. Um, Zaya shows a bit more of an aggressive side there. Leon go like works over Nina's leg and her arm at various points. Um, Nina hits a really nice looking reverse suplex from a fucking nasty. Oh, it looked horrible. Uh, yeah. but just how smooth the whole like transition for it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Zaya was doing like the round the world, wasn't she? And then she just kind of stopped her dead and just flung it, mm-hmm. um, dumped it on her head. Uh, Zaya fires up a little bit later in the match with uh, some forearms, hits the broken wings double knee in the corner. Um, and then Nina tries to bring her bags in after Zaya kind of like drop kicks her into the steps. Um, oh, go, sorry, goes to drop kick her in the steps, I should say. Uh, as she puts like a wheelie case in, the ref like goes to take that out, and Nina hits Zaya with the loaded purse to win the match. Um, I, I thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, yeah, man. Zaya looked good coming out of this. Like, yeah, she's, she's better and better every week. I, I think initially when I first watched her, I was just like, meh. But actually, mm. like you say, she kind of came out at the start pretty aggressive, like really strong, like quite technical. She's good, man. Yeah. She's, growing she's really life. young as well. She's only like yeah. twenty-one. Early, so, early twenties, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, got got a future ahead of her, mm-hmm. um, and I imagine she'll pretty she'll probably have um, have like a pretty bright future. Um, I like the fact as well, Nina, one with like the load the pace. As I yeah. say, it kind of added a bit more depth to her character. Um, it, 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 it protects her as well a bit. And, yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, uh, with what happened a little bit later on, um, we're going to get like the third match in the series. The rubber somewhere match. down the line, yeah, the rubber match because the one-one. Um, but yeah, it was 
pretty good. Uh, we then go to Sid Scala uh, talking about <laughs> finalising the Gallus versus Pretty Deadly match. Um, I, I, I'm intrigued about what this documentary is going to be. That the, so basically, Big Tasty, <laughs> since they brought like back NXT UK, it's like they're doing a sort of, sort of like The Office, but like with a fly on the wall, like, like it's a fly on the wall documentary. Right. Of his, but so always it's, it's, is that why the camera was like sort of like peering through the door? Yeah. And, and so, so they're always yeah. following Sid Scarlett, but it's like yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know if. They're going to bring this out as like a shit version of The Office or something. Like, or if it's just. Sid Scala working at a paper merchant's in Slough. <laughs> yeah. He's literally the equivalent of Gareth from The Office <laughs> yeah. to Johnny Sinks, David Brent. Sid Scala investigates. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he says he's going to finalize the Gallus pretty deadly thing. Jordan Devlin walks on shot. He apologizes and then he goes, Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry. I've got something to say to you. Do you plan on doing your job today or what? Um, <laughs> me right up. <laughs> it, yeah. Thing of a shit, uh, and then he said that he said he needs an opponent while uh, Trent Seven's in a sauna trying to make weight, um, <laughs> and, and then it go it kind of goes so break, and then when we get back, Sid Scala's like frantically talking to people, so he goes to Jack Stars and asks him to. He, uh, Jack Stars is getting an interview, isn't he? Like asking about, about like his condition, kind of his momentum, yeah. and yeah, yeah, um, and then they go they go through the door. He's asking him, and then Jack Stars kind of like on. nods and walks off. It's quite like, cool because, okay. like, the way they the way they filmed it, it's like you go through the door and the door's like sort of flapping, like it's like a double hinged door, uh, and yeah. it's sort of flapping open. And you can just hear like every, every like, snippets of words, and that was intentional, mm. but it was really quite cool. You yeah. could hear him like sort of like almost begging him to like to, to have a match with Jordan that night, and he was just like, "Nah, mate, not not not." Yeah, not today. Um, not today. We then the get um, a guy who's really impressed me the last couple of weeks, uh, Josh Morrill versus mm. uh, Joseph Connors. He's kind of like. Seems like he's getting put more into that, like Jack Stars role of, yeah, the guy who like people sort of beat on the way in. Yeah, um, this is the guy who like donated his body to Shaw Samuels last week, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Yeah, to the East End butcher himself. Uh, he, he faces Joseph Connors. Uh, Connors has got new gear, a bit of a new look. He's got like his hair's like been combed and mm-hmm. he's had a makeover. He's how how Desmond Wolf described it. Sorry, Nike yeah. Jones. People, you, um... <laughs> as soon as, as soon as he brought that thing up last week, I knew you were going to squeeze that in <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, so he's, yeah, sorry, um... obviously he's, he's teamed up with Ginny now, and she's like into fashion. Yeah, that's her thing. Ginny's she's, she's sort of, she's like improved him. She's got oh. the money. She just yeah. buys away into anything. Yeah, it, it sounds um, like it sounds like literally... she's like sort of working on his like mentality as well, and his sort of um... yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So his first. His only other match he's had back since the restart was a match against Dave Mastiff where he got one bombed and not not out. One bombed. <laughs> Dave Mastiff like beaten by KO by just decking him. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, um since since that, um we've basically like had the kind of reinvention of Joseph Connors. Um and he, was, he was a bit more like a right hand man for Ginny. This is his first match, as I say. Um but you can see, like, you could see little things, and then this match, you could see. Obviously, there's they're going to be kind of elevating the pair of them, which I'm quite pleased with because they're both very good. Um, so, Morrill knocks Connors out the ring quite early on, and like Ginny gives him like a motivational talk, and she's just basically saying, "You're worthy. He's not. You are." Mm. Um, and then go in there and Connor show him gets, he's nothing. Was I think what she says yeah. to him? Yeah. <laughs> um, Connors gets in and just like is uber aggressive he throws moral into the turnbuckle repeatedly um 
he hit a really nice modified backbreaker where it was mm. like a hip toss and he just like put his knee out and he landed on his knee and it looked yeah. brutal. Um, Moral fires up a bit. He gets a bit of the speedy offense we've seen where he does like a lot of the sort of like corkscrew flips and things like yeah. that. Uh, but it's all to no avail. Um, Connors hits like a roll. It looked like a roll in cover that he was going to do, like a roll up. Mm. And then he kind of gets on his feet. And as he gets on his feet, he brings him back down for a DDT. He then picks him up for a straight jacket, a straight jacket neck breaker to win. Um, great um, finish. With, the spotty DDT looked fucking impact. Yeah, yeah both. Yeah. All of that was like really fluid. Yeah, yeah. Nigel's gushing about it on commentary as well, wasn't he? <laughs> if that straight jacket DD, uh, straight jacket neck break is his finish, that's pretty cool. I like the look of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, yeah, that looked really brutal. As well. he started off like another night. Once he going with this, and then he sort of spun up into a neck break, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And he kept like the straight jacket on. I was like, oh, it, Jesus, yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's he, like, really bent, cool. he like bent him over his neck, over his shoulder, didn't he? Yeah, well? it looked. It looks like the um, actual angle of impact when he came down looked really, really horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad because his his old finisher that he used in WCPW, the Righteous Kill, was fucking brutal. But I was thinking WWE never gonna let him use that. <laughs> it was basically like a package DDT. It was like he got he got them up in a package like for that like package release suplex you see people do every now and again. Yeah, yeah. And he just dropped them down on a DDT. Oh Christ! And he brought that back kind of for the first tournament, but it was more like a flatliner. So he just he got ah, them in like a Yorinagi position and just did it, but it didn't yeah. look as good. But uh, yeah, still very. It's good that they've given him something a bit more brutal looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um we then got a really good Shah Samuels vignette where he's talking about being he's talking about like a, his is a upbringing and how he, he was a butcher from like a young age uh, working his dad's butcher shop in the East End. There's a, there's a video of him just slapping me this whole time while he's yeah. <laughs> doing a biggie just I, slapping me. <laughs> I love that picture of him where he was clearly like in his like late teens, early twenties, but he looked about forty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he had, he had like more grey hairs there than he does now. <laughs> they intercut this with a lot of his like indies footage as well, it's like some progress, some um, ICW. Also, I was I, I was keeping my eyes open to see if there was any like Liverpool. Cause I think he's been on a few Liverpool shows, but um, yeah, um, something like that. There was an ICW show that was in Liverpool on there, I think. Um, but he's for the most part like a lot of the footage they they use is stuff they own, so yeah. like. They've bought like a couple of like rights to a few like Rev Pro things. Um, obviously WWE own ICW and Progress, so they've yeah. got pretty much free reign on that. Mm. Um, and I think they've got a bit of footage from OTT as well. So, no, right. all, all in all, it's it's kind of good that they can, um, like use all this footage as and so when they want. Really, from, um, is it WXW? Is that the Germany one? Yeah, they own them as well. Yeah, yeah I couldn't. For some reason, it completely left me mind the name of that one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's it shows all, a lot of footage. He's talking about how he likes to be, how he was a butcher and he loves hurting people, and he just does the old East. Um, East. It's time. He said it's, it's, it's time the hard graft starts now, being both for himself. Yeah. I mean, I assume the, the other competitors in the movie. He's getting a big yeah. old push, and he You're yeah, not about with him. I should hope so. He's excellent. I, yeah. I love Shah Samuels. Like a seen him live a couple of times and I've seen him obviously and, and like, he's taken he's taken a long way around as well like he's been 18 years in the ring and he's been really? like he's been a he's been a top like level British like indie yeah. wrestler for a good number of them years and it's great mm-hmm. to see him finally you know getting a, a canvas to to, uh, to really show him what you can do 
So hopefully they yeah. Be, be, be mad when he beats Walter in it. <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> his, his name's not Ilya Dragunov, mate. <laughs> his name's not Rampage Brown. Behave. Um, a kid. <laughs> or a kid, yeah. That being said, that'd be a fucking awesome match, wouldn't it? Walter in here. Sure. It'd be, yeah. it'd be, be nasty. Piss out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's someone I've thought for a long, long time that he could have signed for WWE anytime, really. Yeah. He's, got, was, he's got a unique look. And it was almost really seeming like the rest of the world had kind of passed him by. Like his his, his time come and gone almost. Like he was, he was obviously getting on. He's not young. He's, he's getting on a bit now. And you think, oh, maybe if it was going to happen, it would have happened a few years ago. Or... So it's great that you know it hit us. It has gone around for him, and, and he's yeah, he's able to to get this Absolutely. exposure yeah. and and you know this 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 platform, which is great. Yeah, and I love Absolutely. how he just comes out shouting oi oi oi. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's right. like a, he's I'm, like I'm a mustache twirling like Saturday morning cars being villain, but you could kick him yeah. in, like quite convincingly. I, I just love the fact they let him keep his braces as well. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah. like that was what that was the thing. I was like, I, I hope they don't like they don't take parts of his gimmick away when I saw he'd signed, and then comes out with the braces like, oh, we're, we're gonna be fine, we're gonna be just <laughs> fine. Be um, after this. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, Zaya Brookside demands a rematch with Nina Samuels. Um, Sid Scarlet kind of like fobbed it off, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's got the thing on his mind. I mean, she can't wrestle. Um, yeah, I mean, Devlin, he, so. he, was, he was thinking, fuck, if I don't get a replacement a opponent for Devlin, I'm going to have to wrestle him. And he's just going <laughs> to drop me on the head. Um, I feel like they're going to give that match a stipulation that Brookside and Samuels, like for the third one, with the fuckery that's do, happened. Do you, reckon, do you reckon it'll be like, the loser has to carry the winner's bags or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's where they seem to be teasing it, don't they? Feels like it. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, same. Um, after this, we get Ilya Dragunov versus Tyson T-Bone. Um, they kind of teased that this was going to be a Sam Gradwell match with Ilya this week. Right. So when I'm going to say one thing before we start this. Sam Go Gradwell on. can fuck all the way off after this week. Oh, he was annoying as fuck during his mouth. Christ. There's a little bit oh, of overkill. Oh, good. So it, was, so it wasn't just me then. Oh, oh no. I, <laughs> when he come out, I thought, all right, he doesn't need to keep talking. Obviously, that's his gimmick that he's a, he's literally oh, like, he calls I mean, himself the thunderstorm because he's there to ruin people's days. He could have just come out at the end and like, yeah, had a go at him, couldn't he? He didn't have to be he, there for the entire match. Yeah, he could have shaved off like two minutes of, of Sam Gradwell, like, at least throwing up, like throwing abuse. At Ilya. So, at the start of the match, is it T Bone who says that? Basically, it's sort of implied by someone I can't remember who that Dragonoff is now well known as this loose cannon. T Bone calls him a loose cannon in his yeah. promo. Yeah, yeah, he said he's well known yeah. as like he's well known as a loose cannon. Hang on, this is a thing that Sam Gravels said to him once yesterday in a in a yeah. room, and only yeah. two of them were in. Like last week, how has it how has it gone from that to like the whole locker room now regards now him as some sort of knowledge. now the whole locker room thinks he's some sort of lunatic? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whispers amongst them, amongst themselves. I mean, um, I, I mean, I've seen the mouth on Gradwell, so it's um, it's entirely believable. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have been telling everybody you'd listen, blowing, um, blowing up your yes. WhatsApps left, right, and center. <laughs> FaceTime the mate, just FaceTime. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tyson T-Bone there says he's not afraid of Ilya and he does refer to him as a loose cannon that we just alluded to. Um, T-Bone goes straight after Ilya with strikes. Um, 
Sam Gradwell then comes out and starts mouthing off to Ilya, telling him don't have a tantrum and stuff like that. Um, Ilya goes for a takedown on T-Bone, but T-Bone just throws him around. Uh, really nice fallaway slam from T-Bone. And um, then he reverses a corner dropkick from Ilya into a back suplex, which was also amazing. Um, yeah. Hits a, hits a um, half and half suplex and Ilya rolls up to the outside. And as Ilya's kind of stood there, Gradwell gets in his face. Um, Ilya like, looks like he's going to say something and then T-Bone triggers Ilya and just chops him on the back of the neck and then Ilya goes into murder mode. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he literally just, just like takes him down, hits a, one of the nastiest looking torpedo Moscow's I've ever seen. Oof. Um, Bastard. Because he like bounced off him, didn't he? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then he does the whole uh, elbow submission thing that he's been doing where he just Mm. elbows until he give up. Um, I mean, he didn't even give up. He didn't even say anything. He just got. He, he just couldn't. He got to the point. It was like MMA style. He wasn't like he wasn't blocking the shot. So the referee just called yeah. it. That's it. You can't yeah. defend yourself. Um. After pretty much after the bell, instead of Ilya snapping out of it, he just booted Gradwell in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and Gradwell like just ate shit. Dived over the uh, dived over like the barricade, and then it took about eight referees to escort Ilya to the back, while Gradwell like shouting at him and calling him a loose cannon and that he's a disgrace to his family and all that. Um, We're getting that next week, aren't we? Or the week after. I can't wait for Ilya to kick him in the mouth. (laughs) So I've got a little bit of an issue. I mean, I get get that Gradwell's a bit of a a a dickwad and that's kind of the point. But, like, they're trying to push the angle that, like, Ilya is somehow, like, disrespecting himself and his family and, like... Yeah, that's a bit much. The the wrestling and in particular WWE are full of Characters who go to other places to win matches. Um, yeah. So I mean, Dragonoff's won the last two matches that he's snapped in. So who the yeah. fuck cares how he does it as long as he doesn't break the rules? Exactly. You know. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's just yeah. he's just winning wrestling matches by hitting people really hard, which is you know <laughs> I, I believe something to be celebrated in wrestling. Walter's made a career out of that. <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Speaking of hitting people really hard, we got a vignette that Mako Satomura is going to be making an in-ring debut next week. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. Uh, they also featured Ginny again on this, so a little bit of a... They did. They, they oh, yeah, did they um, wrestled each other. Yeah, they did a, a similar um, similar sort of like vignette that they'd been doing with uh, Ben Carter, and I can't remember who the other person was. one for Rampage as well. That's who it was. Yeah. I couldn't think for the life of me who it was. Like, we've seen yeah. one recently. I was like, who was it? Feels like Rampage's been there way longer than he has. He's only been there about a month, hasn't he? He's only been there like two months, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they, they've done this like thing with the vignettes where they get people on the roster to talk about them if they're familiar with them. And obviously, Ginny had like a decent little feud with uh, Mako in uh, Progress, I believe. And yeah. they shown like some of the stuff she'd done in the May Young Classic and in ICW and Progress as well. I think ICW, definitely Progress as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, with uh, Piper Niven. But yeah, it, it should be a very, very, very exciting match. And I imagine the reason they haven't, haven't announced their opponent is because either it's going to be quite a big match, like against maybe Ginny or someone like that, yeah. or it's just going to be straight up the Kaylee Ray match that these right big teased last week. Yeah. Um, because they, they kind of did like we um I know you compared it last week, Ben, to when Nakamura debuted in NXT. 
and he just kind of like challenged like the biggest dog in the fight to, with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of felt like that. Uh, yeah. So that'd, that'd be cool if that's the case. Uh, we then see Sid Scarlett asking Amir Jordan if he wants to face Devlin and Amir just kind of like shakes his head and walks off. <laughs> Fuck that um, noise. <laughs> to, to quote um, AJ Styles, they don't want them. They, they don't, don't want, want them. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the size of Jordan Devlin's head. I wouldn't want one either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like be but you're like hitting you with a fucking boulder or something um, <laughs> we then get uh, speaking of big lads Joe Coffey versus Danny Jones it was fucking massive he's a big bastard isn't he he's a yeah. big boy isn't he like, like Joe, Joe was... Coffey's not small nah. <laughs> no um, it, it was odd though because like when he came when Coffey came out Danny Jones was like crouching wasn't he hmm so you couldn't tell but how big he was and then he still yeah. was like, Jesus. It's like a Final it's Fantasy like, 7 boss like, revealing his final form. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when well, they do those like... shots from the, from the ground up of fucking massive Jordan and then you go, oh, he's, he's really yeah. big, isn't he? Oh, it's still going. <laughs> still going. <laughs> still, get, still getting bigger. Um, yeah, so straight off the straight from the bell as well, he chops Joe Coffey um, yeah. and Coffey just pounced him. Yeah. Um, Jones then hit like a pop-up knee on uh, Coffee and Coffee at like a belly-to-belly in response. And then uh, Jones goes for a sleeper and it looked like he was going to actually like... Did. He's going to take he, him out like, of it. Because he, he, he put him in it and then Coffee fought out of it. And then he just put him straight back in it. Yeah. And then Coffee eventually managed to get out of it. Um, hit Glasgow send-off like got the, the soul out of his body. And then just made them with all the best for the bells to win. Uh, but it, I mean, Danny Jones, he's one to definitely watch by looks things. Yeah, he looked, he looked good in this. Um, like even though, like you said, it was a bit of a squash, but even so, he, he got some licks in. And like you said, there was a, a, mo- a moment there where you thought he had it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, after the match, uh, Joe Coffey calls out Rampage. Rampage isn't fucking around, is he? He just comes nah. out. I, I thought we were getting it there, and then I was like, God. So do I. He was in his <laughs> ring gear. I was like, come on then. Yeah. Or even at least Rampage just doctor bombs him and then leaves. <laughs> um, Rampage says anytime, anywhere. I can't wait for that match. Um, mm-hmm. Rampage is gonna just throw Joe Coffee around like he's trash. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, we then get. Uh, well, I thought it was a really cool video package for um, the Gallus and Pretty Deadly match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so as someone who knows a bit about Gallus and nothing about Pretty Deadly, I really enjoyed this. Mm. Yeah, like it, really, it really gave me a good um, idea of like how they got to where they are, and, and sort of you know sort of a little bit of history behind the two teams and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so it said, it's, really... it's, it's said Gallus have been um, champions for every year. Is that so? Did they take the belts off Webster and Andrews? Webster and Morgan? Webster and yeah, uh, Webster and Andrews. Sorry, at, not, um, Andrews, not Morgan. That's his name. At, <laughs> I believe it was the download you went to Ben that you saw a uh, you saw Champer and Gargano. That was it? Nah, it wouldn't have been there. Was it the year after? Or the year, no, the year after. The year, the after, year was, after. was the year after was all NXT UK. It would have been the year after. Yeah. The year um, I went, it was still like proper NXT with like pro- proper NXT. I'm doing the finger yeah. thing. Uh, American you know, NXT. American, US, good old yeah. homegrown yeah. wrestling <laughs> NXT. Yeah. Um, um, with. Uh, Gargano and with, 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 with your top your top takeover boys yeah, yeah. all, so, all the takeover pretty, boys <laughs> pretty deadly are taking those aren't they 
I, feel I hope like so. Gallus have had them for a bit too long. They're not really doing much with them. I, yeah, I thought Gallus probably could have dropped them against the Hunt when they defended it against them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would totally, I would totally buy um, pretty deadly being the, the champions. They look, they look legit. Like they really do. Yeah, and they're really good, like shitbag heels. Oh so yeah, they worse bastards. They'd be really. I think it'd really help elevate them as well if they could get the belt yeah. and then hold on to them for a little while through any means necessary. All the shithousery. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the fact as well that they they closed it by saying pretty deadly on top. Like yeah, <laughs> take the catchphrase. Um, PD, PDOT. Never believe they referred PDOT. to it. Um, yeah, this uh, followed it was followed up with an even better video package for um, to announce the street fight between the Hunt and Andrews and Webster next week. Oh yes. Um, anytime Eddie Dennis is talking, I'm I'm listening. He's just that good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this this was no different. Uh, it it was really good as well. Kind of like showing the sort of like because when I was trying to explain it to uh, you last week, Ben, it was very hard and trying to like figure out like when the various things happened. Whereas this was like, well, this happened this like long ago. This happened this long ago. Um, it was really staggered, I, wasn't it? Because the whole thing that brought about that rivalry was that initial attack that happened before the first lockdown like at the start of the year even yeah. the back end of the previous year like so it was yeah. long 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 ago and obviously they, they were then off tv for six seven months so then it felt kind of a bit disjointed as to okay well this happened then this happened that time that happened there yeah yeah um well yeah it's done, it's done a really good job of um kind of obviously the he held off a lot of this feud until this tag match that we got last week, and then with Eddie Dennis costing it, Andrews and Webster, it kind of like revitalised this feud. So it's going okay. This is going to be a really brutal match, and I'm really looking forward to. It. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Their last match against each other was really, really good. So yeah, mm. this, this will be nuts. Yeah, um, and then we get announced as well that next week we're going to get the Supernova sessions with Shah Samuels. I can't. <laughs> That's. Imagine Noam Dar trying to give Shah Samuels that little fucking bowl of monkey nuts and breadsticks. He's <laughs> going to pass him. going to come out of like a fucking a side of beef or like a fucking like a full <laughs> hog. Just be like fuck your peanuts. Just drop the thing on the table. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I love the supernova session during for a treat when you watch that next week, big tasty. Um, <laughs> speaking of treats, we then get Jordan Devlin coming out, and he's. He calls Sid Scarlet Skid Sala. Skid Sala, yeah. <laughs> I know I've done a few times on here when I've been like r- rifling through my notes. Um, <laughs> he he says that he says that Sid's looking for a challenger for him, and he's failed. So he just issues an open challenge. Uh, he does say to anyone under two hundred five. Immediately, Dave Masters' music hits, and, <laughs> and uh, absolutely. <laughs> Pissed it when his music. Yeah, on. and Jordan Devlin just cutting a promo and massive while he's making his entrance, going, "Well, you're definitely not two under two hundred five. I wouldn't even say you're under three hundred five. <laughs> you wouldn't um, even be welcome on three hundred five or under." Yeah, and then <laughs> Mastiff gets in the ring, just laughing, and then he just goes, "Yeah, I'm just here to kick your head," and then just like sl- like slugs him. He, <laughs> he, he commends him for what you say. He said he's stating the obvious. And he, he praises his powers of uh, perception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for the belt. Um, I know you're only holding that to keep it warm for Trent. I'm just here to kick your head in. Yeah. And then he, he just 
he spends most of the match just throwing Devlin around early on. Oh, yeah, especially uh, like the bit where he whips him to the outside and like strips his soul from his body. That's, um... <laughs> there, there was a bit which I don't think it was meant to be funny, but I was pissing myself where Master does like a cartwheel and then Jordan <laughs> Devlin sits up in shock. And as he sits up, Ma- Massive just sends on him. <laughs> just just, as he sends on him, you're going to say Devlin just screams, no! Which <laughs> <laughs> was really good. Um, um, yeah. Uh, Devlin where goes after um, Mastiff's knee. Uh, he chop blocks him and Mastiff just lands on top of him at one point. That was, um, really, that was really well done. That was, And then he, he sold it really well as well, Devlin. Um, yeah. Um, there, there was a lot of like then trading strikes between each other. Uh, Devlin went for a devil inside off the top rope and Mastiff reversed it into a second rope shoulder block. Um, he Mastiff, coming off, Mastiff coming off the top is a terrifying prospect. Yeah. Have, have you watched um, his match with Rampage yet the other week? Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. The, they, they're going at it like the fucking cruiserweights, the mad bastards. If you, it's I mean, amazing. If you want to see like peak Mastiff nonsense, um, there's a match of him versus Kevin Owens on the internet somewhere. Oh fucking hell! It's uh, it's nasty in a in the best possible way. Sweet, I'll have a look for that. It's literally um, just eight minutes of them cannonballing each other in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that sounds good to be fair. That yeah. sounds like kind of wholesome content I'm here for. Um, <laughs> Massive then th- like launches Devlin out the ring. Um, as he gets back in, Devlin victory uh, victory rolls Massive out of the ring again, and then he goes to skin the cat and kind of like. He say, "Oh yeah, he's so tired. He just like drops down. He didn't just fuck it, didn't he?" Um, <laughs> he just, like, he sort of that. drops and then just like rolls under the bottom rope. Very annoyed at himself for even trying it. Um, <laughs> Devlin goes for a dive. Master catches him and uh, hit the steamroller on the floor. They both get. I think they both get up and back in the ring for now. Yeah, well, the Mastiff sells like or Mastiff does neck problem on that as well after he hits that. Um, obviously, yeah. he, it was on a concrete and he sort of like, who's a big boy to doing them? Any Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of big boys doing these things, uh, he then goes for a cannonball against the barricade. Yes. Devlin moves and Mastiff just crashes through Which, it. That's that's um, pr- probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just snapped um, him in half. There was some impact on that. Yeah, um, and then as as they get to like the eight count, it was this was really well shot. Yeah. Master Pat, like just like rises up from the other yeah. side. <laughs> it was like some sort of a horror film. And Devlin rolls in the ring. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like um, the way the um, the way the like a lot of like Keith Lee's stuff like that. It reminded me of. It was kind of like how, um, it was kind of like you know twenty twenties best meme where it was the Undertaker rising up behind AJ Styles. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, like the. Um... What's it called? The Keith Lee one where he comes up behind Finn in yeah. the corner. Yeah. I thought on this, because the ref was really close to the 10 count, I thought they were going to end it there because I was like, there's no way that Devlin's going to beat him like by pin. And I thought it would be through fuckery. And I thought when Mastiff came up and he headbutted him, he was going to headbutt um, Devlin back into the ring so he beat the count but Mastiff didn't make it back round yeah because it was very, very strategically Mastiff was the other side of the wall wasn't he yeah. and I thought no, that's going to play in like, oh, okay. like, Mastiff's not going to well, get around in time to, to get back in yeah yeah. he only just beat the count like yeah. the only way he beat the count was the fact that he put his hand in the ring and, and it, it, he beat the, the ref's like yeah okay I'm not going to tell you no um, it's, yeah. it's just a lot about the quality of this match that if, if it had ended in a count out or even a double count out I wouldn't have felt cheated I thought it would have been no, a, I, I would have been disappointed I honestly thought when he hit the steamroller on the outside that we were going to get a double count up there yeah 
They both look And then I thought then I thought that. that the cannonball was gonna be the uh, finish. Mm. Yeah. And it was gonna be a count out. So I, I was happy that it went even longer. Um Mastiff just beats the count, hits a diving headbutt on Devlin. Uh, are they are they, are they allowed to, to do that now? Uh, well, someone it, else yeah. did it the other day, and I was like, like they even did it like fucking Ben White, like with his arms out and everything. I was like, are they are they definitely allowed? They're allowing it. Yep, they've, they've got <laughs> yeah. it. I can't remember what was it did it. It was someone in NXT, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Devlin then kicks out Mastiff's knee. He hit like a vaulting cutter, kind of like Leon Ruff's twisting cutter. Yeah, that looked awesome. But he did it like over the top rope and back into the ring. Yeah. Um, and then he hits a 450 splash to win. Oh, um, the impact on that 450. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the speed he got as well when he was spinning Mate, was nuts. Meant. Um, yeah, really good match. Awesome match. Um, made both guys look really good, I thought. Yeah. Uh, didn't really hit a Devlin much. And obviously it it did a bit of story building for Devlin's eventual match with Trent Seven. Mm. Um, I like how the even though obviously Evelyn is so Devlin, is he kind of a heel? Oh, Devlin's yeah. full heel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so um, it's weird because like normally you'd, it, it feels like Mastiff was like the, the sort of mid-level boss that he's got to get through to get to Trent at the end, which normally this is, a, this is mm. an angle that you run with a face where he's got to beat up all the heels to get to the big heel, whereas this is just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is just I don't know. It's 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 cool. I'm into it. It's like it's, but it's it's a, a nice mm. reversal of like a, a sort of very yeah, fashioned way of booking. It's very similar to Jordan Devlin's character that he had in OTT, where he was the import killer. So he basically he'd be the guy waiting for the big star that they're bringing over, ah. and then he the big star, and everyone would be like, "Oh, I've come to see this guy win, not Jordan Devlin beat him." <laughs> that's kind of what they're doing here now Jordan yeah. Devlin is just like yeah all your favourite guys I'm just going to pin them yes fuck your favourite <laughs> guys a bit more of like a, a bit more of a stripped down version where it's just okay well we've got a baby face like Ben Carter on his debut face Jordan Devlin and Jordan Devlin who's beaten well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say just beat him Ben Carter came out of it looking amazing oh, but, yeah, is, is Trent going to beat him do you think or yeah I'd like him to I think they, they're getting they're getting in dangerous waters with Trent where if he doesn't win something like that soon, then what are they going to do? Then they're going to start, yeah, he's going to start losing credibility. Then he's, just, then he's just Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Then, he, then <laughs> he's just like... Game, can't pull it yeah, off. Then he's just that dad down the pub who, who <laughs> talks a big game, but then someone tries to take him outside for a fight, he goes, nah, you're all right. <laughs> no, no, it, it should be shoulder mates. Just can't, can't, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a very good episode of NXT UK. Um, as always, as always, I'm really looking forward to Devlin and Trent Seven, especially if Trent comes out and he's like he can't make the weight, so they just like superimpose his head on Tyler Bates' body. That would really <laughs> make me laugh. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, as always another good episode. A lot of lot of world building again. Uh, we use that phrase a lot with NXT UK. They're very good at kind of planning little things ahead for mm-hmm. something bigger to come down the line and yeah, yeah. obviously let you catch your breath after like a massive sort of paper, well, takeover level match mm-hmm. and still give you a really quality match. Um, but highs and lows, what we got, fellas? Um, who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll pop first. So highs, obviously, the main event. 
Um, yeah. I'm, it was a deep massive throw into this one for me. I'm also really into the whole, um, I'm really bought into the Jordan Devlin sort of Trent um, angle. I am a little bit disappointed that we haven't seen any like visual efforts of Trent trying to lose weight. Um, I think they're missing trick there. I want, I want some like, not goofy, but sort of like slightly daddy vignettes. And I want like, I want this to all culminate the week before the takeover of like, yeah. like you know, in the full Monty when that guy's like wrapping himself in cling film and crying in his shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, want, <laughs> I, want, I want Trent to be doing that. <laughs> lose that water weight. Wrapped in cling film, sat in the sauna, desperately trying to shed that last pound. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Trent like we're just jogging through run. him. <laughs> Trench just tro- jogging through Birmingham, wrapped in bin bags. Trying try try not, try not to look at the grab shots. Just down Broad <laughs> Street. <laughs> um, and loans, I mean, Jesus. Is there really? I mean, just Sam Grado in general, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he I think he's, he, he made me enjoy that match the least because of his mm. constant, like, yabbering. Ruined it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with you there, Big Tasty. Uh, the main event was awesome. Start, like, as much as as much as I'm going on about how good the show was, like the main event was like head and shoulders above everything else on the card for me. Mm. Um, but that's not to take away from anything else either. I thought everything was excellent. Uh, again, the only thing that I had a gripe with was the Sam Gradwell stuff, and that's just because they could have quite easily like shaved down. I mean, I, I, I get, I get, they need to do it. I think it was just a bit heavy oh. the way they went about it. Yeah, like you it said, plays into his character that he's just an obnoxious arsehole. Yeah, yeah. But it's, this is at an, the same time, this, this, he could rather than being an obnoxious arsehole. This for, show seems to respect its audience, so they don't need to beat you over the head with to, to make the point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I suppose it still sticks to his character, doesn't it, I guess? Uh, what about you, Troy? Um, yeah, my highlight is definitely Devlin and the Mastiff. Absolutely superb. Loved it. Um, I'm going to go a bit different view, although I wholeheartedly agree that Sam Gradwell ruined that match and is the low point. Um, I'm actually going to say Danny Jones against Joe Coffey, not because of the quality of the match, but I'm just getting a little bit fed up with Joe Coffey. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same in the same boat as you there. Um, like a lot of he, his matches feel like kind of cut and paste job, like for, for what he does. That's not to take away from Danny Jones because he came out looking really good, but I think Joe Coffey doesn't really much for me at the moment like obviously this is building towards him and rampage and that will be good but yeah I just... he's kind of like um i was when i was explaining to ben on the podcast last week about what joe coffee's role sort of is he's kind of like the gatekeeper <laughs> to the main events isn't he yeah. yeah like you've got to get through him before you can get like a shot at like volta yeah for the most part and he's just he, he does tend to feel like he's sort of treading water a bit. Mm. Every time he shows up, he has a similar match to what he always has. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't really progress his character much. Um, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I yeah. agree. Sweet. Yeah. Very good episode. As as always, um, very excited for next week as well. Mm-hmm. Who do we think Big winning? Matches Andrews and Webster. Yeah. I think the Hunt's, Hunt's going to murder them. I think that's doing that, yeah. It's a street fight. It's no DQ. There's going to be more fuckery from Mr. Dennis Ed, in there. Eddie Dennis is getting involved. Pretty deadly will probably get involved. Prime Edge going to take yeah. out his dinner date frustrations on, um, on Mark Andrews. 
<laughs> so I don't, I don't know if you're. Um, I, I mentioned Jay last week. Troy, you weren't here. Um, that was eye opening to me. The last time I saw Primate on television before I saw him last week was um, Sarah, my partner, watches a show called Dinner Dates, where like three men or women cook a meal for someone, like on a blind date thing, and they go into the house. It's like come down with me, meets like room raiders, meets like first dates. Right. And um, Primate was one of the men who cooked for this woman. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so there's always like a bit where they do like a bit of a gimmick thing. So like if, they, if they're like a DJ, they'll DJ or they'll play guitar or something. And because obviously he's a wrestler, but Primate's gimmick was he just got into his ring gear and made chocolate fondue. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it was Absolutely great. Amazing. He didn't get picked though. So he's, that's, uh, why he's, that's why he's probably still raging on, on NXT UK. I fucking missed the trick there. <laughs> yeah. Bessie's fuming now. Now that he's friend of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, another good episode, as we said. Um, before we go, where can they get us on social media, please, Troy? Uh, you can get us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You'll find a lot of our watch-along parties on there um, and some other video content that we've put up. And you can get at us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. And you can join us every Saturday evening for our gaming exploits on Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. Awesome. And Big Tasty, uh, where can I go to get some beer and bearding needs, please? Right, okay. <clears throat> so we'll start with the beard because that is obviously, we're all, we're all bearded men here. Yeah? We, we, you know how this works. Yeah. And I believe <laughs> the best thing to do is to go to thatchface.com. And if you go, when you, first of all, buy all the stuff from there because they've got all your beard, anything you need for your beard needs, they've got your, your, your oils and everything. Uh, they're a fantastic company. They give a lot of the proceeds to testicular cancer charities, which is brilliant. And if you want to buy your load up your baskets, you can go to the promo box and use the code TROYXL85 and you will get 20% off your order. So there's literally no excuse not to. It's like charity, it's discounts, it's, it supports us a little bit as well. So yeah, win, win, win. And you get some dope stuff in your beard. Uh, if you'd like some beer of a wrestling theme to go with your freshly oiled beard, um, I would suggest go to toprootbrewing.com. We can sort you out with some the wrestling themed beers direct to your door. We are currently, we've just finished brewing a load of new beer and it's going to be getting canned very soon. So keep an eye on our social medias, websites, etc. And you'll know as soon as that goes live. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I've been Jay, joined by Ben and Troy. See you next time. Bye. 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 You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.